comfy dance. If you love listening to Confidently Insecure, then I guarantee you are going to love these two crazy British bitches that I met and their podcast, Fucks Given. Mm, that's so good, girl. <laughs> I love it. We talk everything about sex, basically. Everything from mental health, body honesty, sex, and everyone's sexual experiences. We have a new guest on our podcast every single week where we talk all about their sexual experiences so that we can open up the conversation when it comes to sex. So we can learn more and bring it to you guys. We also talk very filthily. Um, uh, so yeah, this is not one for like listening with your family. This is definitely a solo expedition. <laughs> and the British accent just makes it all the more dirtier. I've got to be honest. Ooh, yeah. You can find us everywhere on all podcast platforms. Um, just search F asterisk asterisk KS given or come curious and you'll find us. adjust your screens or your televisions or your radios <laughs> or your iPhone volume. I don't know why that would matter. You are not seeing a uh, supermodel, a super hair model on the screen. No, it's me. It's still me. I just finally gave in and cut my own fucking hair. <laughs> just like every bisexual is doing on the internet during this quarantine. I go ahead I went ahead and gave myself a little chop chop and I did this nice little uh chin length bob. So don't worry, st- same me, same glowing sparkling personality, totally humble, not an egomaniac at all here to do a podcast for you even though I really think I might quit um the entertainment business and open up a salon when this is over because I fucking crushed it. Hi, my confidants. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Confidently Insecure. Just like my sweatshirt says, the podcast where we are absolutely sure we just don't know everything. And you know what? I'm not going to lie. I know a lot about this subject this week. <coughs> oh my God, what did I just inhale? <coughs> See, I didn't keep it humble and God, she shoved it right down my throat. She was like, oh really? Okay, watch this. Oh, and also, sorry, if you're watching on YouTube.com slash Kelsey Dare, you will see that I'm drinking out of a plastic cup and I'm not happy about it. I went to Starbucks this morning because I was feeling good and I forgot that we're not able to bring our own containers, at least not in Hollywood, Los Angeles County. Um, but I've got my little latte here. Mm. I'm feeling particularly extra special today because we are talking all about Mental Health Month, babies. I just realized that the way that I'm sitting, I changed it a little bit on my couch. I'm normally facing the other way. But this way, I can touch my neon body sign in a way that looks like I'm spanking her butt. And in case you didn't know, this neon glow sign, I got it off Amazon. And I tell everyone that it's my body. I tell everyone that this is a custom LED light that's a hundred percent because listen girl she has no t- you know she ain't got no titty shape rotundness to her the aka me and her butt do be there okay and my butt do be there horde so um I'm really thrilled about that that I just realized I could speak about okay <clears throat> I got way off topic sorry my Adderall will be kicking in like halfway through this podcast um I'm so excited to talk about mental health month y'all didn't think I was gonna do a freaking whole month in mental health month without 
telling y'all about some of my own personal little journey, right? And that's why I'm sitting on the couch, Riley, because I wanted to get comfy with you and I didn't have to Zoom with someone at my desk. So let's talk about it, shall we? This episode is going to be filled with uh, some fun surprises, uh, tons of giveaways, okay? Lots of giveaways. Uh, I know we had a fun little new ad you guys just heard. I love that uh, Come Curious and I are doing a little cross-swappy advertising. I love those bitches so much, and I'm so glad we got to do a little uh, ad swap. And I think my episode is going to be out finally, so you should go over there and make sure to listen to mine, because like I said, there are some juicy details uh, on that episode. So there are giveaways here. There's going to be a weird little pop-in. I am giving you guys some tips on how to keep your mental health in tip-top shape. And you know what? I wasn't going to do it, but I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to give you guys a little reading out of my book again because you guys seem to like that so much. It filled my freaking heart, y'all. Tears come to my eyes when I think about the love and support that I have gotten back about finishing my fucking book. Now, when I say finishing, I finished the manuscript, which a manuscript is basically the first draft of the entire thing. And then, oh, I just farted. I don't know if you guys could hear that. Oh my God. Okay. I just started my period. So I have like the period farts. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> guys, it's a good one today. Um, so right. So I submitted the manuscript. I was going to only do 40,000 words, you know, like a little over 150 pages. And I went 70,000 with 300 and something pages. So y'all are getting a motherfucking work book, a work book all about mental health. And what better way? I wasn't going to read. I wasn't going to do it. But I figured since mental health book, mental health month in my mental health book, why not do another little reading? So you're going to get that. You're going to get tips and tricks about things that I'm doing very specifically to help my mental health this month. And <clears throat> why not start with a little <clears throat> a little reading of uh, my out of my journal? Mm? Mm? Let's hear it. A decade of mental illness. I don't even like typing that word, mental illness. Illness makes it sound like a bad thing. Something to get rid of. To get over. Like a cold. Yet, some people like the illness part. It makes it feel more real. Like, hello, my brain is sick. To each their own, right? I feel like my audience is confident and aware enough to know that that is not how black and white mental health works. Ah, yes, mental health. A decade of mental health feels more like an appropriate title, title for this monologue for me. Yes, hi, confidants. I'm Kelsey Dara, and this is another episode of me reading to you from my notes journal, a place where I feel safe, and I hope you do too. I used to fucking hate Mondays. It meant the start of something, but what? Each week, how could I possibly dread the name of a day over and over the same amount of hate each week for Monday? <clears throat> I think now that I've had time to reflect, I hated Monday so much because it meant another way to look at things the way that I am failing at them or not doing it right, it being life. Everyone else seemed to be getting up so easily, heading to their job that seemed so great and they loved it, somehow managing to get up early enough to do their hair and their makeup and not just any makeup, like good makeup with contouring and shit. Monday seemed to come easy for everyone else that they weren't dragging the word into their daily life, giving themselves an excuse to be more tired or lazy like I would just because it was another day of the week. But look at me now, bitch! I 
love Mondays. I've embraced something that I was absolutely sure I would hate forever. I see uh, the irony in that, that this podcast is called Confidently Insecure, the podcast where we're absolutely sure we don't know everything. And this feels like the perfect case in point, right? It's about learning how to be wrong and being okay with that. And I am thrilled to have been wrong about Mondays. (coughs) Oh my God, whatever God shoved down my throat at the beginning of this podcast... (laughs) has been lingering. I think I must have huffed in some dust off the top of this microphone. Let's all take a moment to um, take a sip of our coffees. <laughs> and just in case anyone wanted to know, I today have a ventied iced blonde vanilla latte with light ice and coconut milk. <clears throat> that is just like a really good uh, classic. I, I tried to go crazy with the fucking macchiato cloud foam one the other day sort of fucking god 75 percent of the cup was foam it was crazy it was delicious it was whipped cream i was thrilled about it don't get me wrong i could sit and eat a bowl of fucking cool whip like it is my day job but <clears throat> i was looking for coffee that day and i got a bowl of whipped cream anyways this is a good one mm. i also forgot to mention about the merch real quickly this confidently insecure uh slouchy sweatshirt it kind of like can hang off the shoulders it's got a wide neck it's very cute very soft remember the sizes do run small I'm wearing a large right now when I'm 5'9 145 pounds so I don't know if that helps at all probably not because body types are so fucking different but point being go to teespring.com slash kelsey slash dara and you or slash dash sorry You'll find it in the description below. And we also finally got up the Punani Tsunami Punani stickers with Fred and I. 100% of the... Oh, no, that's not true. 95%. No, wait. Is it even like 90? Whatever. She's getting most of the cut. I'm just taking a small cut for posting it and designing it on the platform. But the Tsunami Punani stickers are out. Not only that, but we also made fucking beach towels, bitch. For so this summer, you can let them know just how sopping wet that pussy gets. (laughs) (coughs) (coughs) Oh, no. This episode is going to be me coughing a lot. I'm so sorry, you guys. Okay. Back to mental health. (laughs) Right. So I just wanted to touch on that. Like so much of my life, I fucking hated Mondays. And I think maybe the quarantine has helped things just kind of blend together. So maybe it's helped take so much of the anger and vitriol out of the word. But growing up for sure, I hated Mondays. But now it's kind of like I decided to take the power back in the day. And maybe we could talk. Maybe this would be a good time to read a little bit out of the book. Oh, my God. I'm so excited, you guys. Um, This is in the depression section as it pertains to um, what we were talking about with getting up in the mornings. Uh, the, The book is divided into three sections, anxiety, panic, and depression. And each page is a completely different exercise, uh, story, uh, journaling, game psychotherapeutic technique for that uh chapter that we're talking about so um hmm let's read as it pertains to what we were just talking about which is uh, maybe waking up is the hardest part i really like that one 
Mm-hmm. Waking up really is the hardest part. Okay. <clears throat> oh, this is a cute chapter. Okay. Waking up really is the hardest part. As you read in this depression intro section, your girl has had issues with being tired her whole life. Yes, I've had my thyroid checked. Please stop asking. Thanks, Aunt Carol and every depression Facebook group I've ever joined. Waking up really is the hardest part. It can take a Herculean effort to simply take that first step out of bed, my comfort zone, and into my day. And that's coming from someone who likes their life now, not back when I was having my most depressive energy. Okay. Uh, yet why does this one simple act take such mighty strength? My boyfriend was helping me through a particularly tough morning when he started singing this very silly song that went like this. Put one foot in front of the other and soon you'll be walking across the floor. I don't know if the lyric, I'm sorry, the tune is, <clears throat> I was a musical theater major for one period of my life. Put one foot in front of the other and soon you'll be walking out the door. I had never heard this little jingle, but apparently, Jared told me, it comes from the animated Christmas classic, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. The animations are hilarious and creepy, and in this snow-covered land, this little clay elf boy tells this old Christmas wizard, Pope-looking guy, that changing from bad to good is as easy as taking your first step. Then he bursts into song while a penguin in a scarf looks on like his hype man. And eventually the whole forest of animals are singing the song. I don't recommend this movie on shrooms. <laughs> the point is... <clears throat> These lyrics hit hard for some reason. It felt impossible to get out of bed thinking of my Google calendar filled to the brim, that driving across traffic-packed LA ahead, I was thinking of my day on such a large scale. But the truth was, all I had to do to get up and out of bed was put one foot in front of the other. And if I could only take one step that was good enough for me. But then I took another step. And another. Before I knew it, this motherfucker really was walking across the floor. I got to my bathroom. I put on my clothes, brushed my teeth. And I took one task literally by one step at a time. And my silly ass boyfriend was singing the song behind me the whole time. Eventually, when I did get out the door, I found myself humming the tune throughout the day. Remember, the greatest adventure that lies ahead of you starts with a single step. Can you find a way to look at your day tomorrow morning a, diff a little differently? Can you open your eyes and say, all I have to do right now is put one foot in front of the other? What would be the first thing you step towards? And then there's like a little line where you can write your answer. And then the next line says, then when your next task pops up, repeat. Tell me how your day felt differently. Each morning we are born again. What we do today is what matters most. And that is a quote by Buddha. And that's that chapter. A little journal-y story. And then the next, um, the next chapter actually goes into a depressed morning journal. So if you have like a day that you're just like 100% not, uh, there's a whole next three pages of, of journal prompts and exercise and quotes. You guys are just so excited for people to get this book. Like, I just... Uh, I think it's kind of fitting that actually 
I finished the manuscript during mental health month, right? During a fucking quarantine. And I'm coming up on my one year of sobriety, June 15th, y'all. That is so fucking soon. I cannot believe it. One year of not drinking, I should say. Remember, I did try to do shrooms with Molly, but I didn't feel anything. Whatever. Um, <clears throat> one year of not drinking. And here's something that's kind of crazy that I thought was insane. Jared did not think it was as insane or cool. But our one-year sobriety anniversary, we were supposed to be in, by total chance, Barcelona. Which, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know Barcelona is a very special place in our hearts because that's where we fell in love. That's where we have gone to visit. That's a place that... Yeah, it's just very magical for us. And I had no idea that when we were going on our Europe podcast tour that inevitably was canceled because of the corona. Uh, we were supposed to be in Barcelona on our way. Isn't that kind of crazy? I thought that was crazy that the universe just did that shit. And Jared was like, uh-huh. And I was like, bitch, make this special with me. Make it feel like a fantastical little magical moment, okay? <sighs> oh, Jared, I love you so so very dearly. Um, something else I wanted to talk about when it uh, popped up that this was the Mental Health Month episode is that... This, despite the people who have been diagnosed or, you know, self-diagnosed or whatever with a mental health disorder or condition or whatever you want to call it, illness, that we should also really take this month, especially those of us who feel very confident in our mental health journeys, to recognize that this month is definitely 100% just as much for the people that have been there for us. Um, especially in the darker times, for instance, I have like my core four, I have my mom, my sister, my Lacey and my Jared. Um, but before I had that, I had some friends that were like my go-to to call as I was figuring out my scary feelings and that, you know, being there for someone with a consistent mental health illness, um, can be just as draining as having it. Um, ourselves and the priority that people made me and the time and energy and the phone calls and the text messages and the brain space that they gave me I am so fucking appreciative for especially some of the people that like are lesser known in my public eye life like I you know I have a friend named Mikey who's been one of my best friends for 10 years um but he's not on social media, which is crazy. So like I, you know, never post about him or whatever, but he has been someone that, I mean, whoo, y'all, when I say has fucking peeled me off the floor, visited me when I was in rehab. I mean, I only had two visitors the whole time. He was one of them. And when I got too high once a few years ago, maybe like two or three years ago, he, I went to his house in the middle of the night. He woke up. He walked me to a, a a gas station where we bought a bottle of wine, and I drank it on his couch and fucking fell asleep. I mean, this was on a, a fucking work night. Like, he just has never said no. And I think as I've gotten older, I've realized that out of respect when to give him his space, like when he has things going on or like... I'm maybe out of, not out of respect so much as so that now I have built a tool belt of other people to contact. And, and before 
I would panic and he, I would just call him without even thinking like, hey, maybe what's going on in his life? What did he have to do today? Do I remember that he told me there was something going on like today or this week that maybe is stressing him out? It, because in those moments of panic, it is the scariest fucking thing in the world. So I don't blame myself for doing that. I just feel like now that, like I said, I'm so much more confident in my mental illness that I feel okay not having that immediate lifeline who wants to be a millionaire phone a friend moment where it's like you have to pick up or I will internally fucking resent you even though I don't know why you didn't answer all of that to say let's like take a moment to think about the people in our lives who have been there for us and whether it be a therapist a pet a bff an internet stranger um and let's just like feel that gratitude for them you know it should be a positive thing it shouldn't feel like burdensome or you know self-loathing but you know just maybe send them a text shoot them a message give them a little pet like say like hey it's mental health awareness month and as you are aware of my mental health, <laughs> uh, I just want to say thank you for always being there for me, for never judging me or, you know, insert XYZ situation. I think that would be really, really cool just to remind those people that, you know, especially as this um, subject gets less and less taboo to talk about, that you want those people to also be advocates, right? You don't want it to just be like this you know, part-time job that they have. They, you want them to be involved, right? Like inevitably when we have those walks and those like fundraisers and stuff, you want, you want people to think of it actively in a way that does help people. And you want them to know that they're the reason why a small part of the reason why maybe a large part, I don't know, part of the reason why you are able to still function and be here anyway and rant. I went on like a little slippery, slithery little rant there, didn't I? <sighs> All right. So let's get into this funny, weird segment that I recorded <laughs> yesterday. I was thinking about like, what was something that we could do together to sort of just like celebrate mental health awareness month, just like a little self-care moment, something physical that we could do together to just like appreciate our bodies and ourselves for being here and being um and being survivors and <laughs> so uh if you've been following me on social media you know I have been building a garden which we will talk about in a moment but my fucking nails and toes honey y'all girls people ladies of the world have been disgusting I mean I would not be surprised if I have like a little tiny terrarium growing underneath my nails because of how much shirt I've been digging in. And so finally, I just said I cannot anymore. We absolutely should do our do a little nail painting session together. So that's what this little segment is going to be is I recorded myself actually doing a pedicure because as you can see if you're watching this on youtube.com I painted my nails a very cute little blue color. But I didn't do my toes because, well, you'll hear why. You'll hear why. And I figured, you know, I'm going to give the confidants a minute to go get their favorite nail polish out of their drawer. So go do that now. Pause me. Put me. Take me with you. Put a little pause on this and go get a 
some clippers, nail file, um, some little scooper de duperies that get shit out between your toes, some tissues, like go just go get some stuff right now. And I want to do a little segment where we give ourselves a quick pedicure together. Okay. This is gonna be this is gonna be a thing because we'll see how it turns out. Here you go. Go get your stuff. It's happening. Okay. Love it play. Here we go. Here's the audio. Enjoy. Hi podcast. Hi coffee nons. Um, I have no idea if this is gonna work or if I'm even gonna use this, but let's fucking do it. I thought this could be like a fun little moment that we pop out of the podcast and do something together. I'm sure I've already described all of this <laughs> in the podcast. So let's just get right to it. I hope you have your tools. You could pause this, go get some shit or take me with you into the baño or whatever. So the first thing that I did was I ran my bath. Um, I just did a couple inches of water, nice and hot. I kind of like it when it scalds and you're like, is it cold or hot? I can't tell. It makes me feel alive. You know, I feel something. The pain and pleasure points in the brain are very, very close together. Um, so I let that fill and I put a bath bomb in there. Like, man, this is the era of bath bombs, huh? Those really made a comeback. Bitches were into bath bombs. I feel like now that, you know, the world is going to shit, that we're focusing less on those little things and more on like the essentials, of course, but for some people, maybe a bath bomb isn't essential. It is not for me, but mine was flavored birthday cake uh, for my birthday last year that someone gifted me. <laughs> I'm also eating a mandarin, a little cutie mandarin, because they're the best fucking snack. I actually put this in my book, but it's like when you just cannot and eating and food stuff makes you anxious or just like oh, snacking is a problem, which I totally have. And I have a real big problem with sugar. These cutie oranges are lifesavers. So at this point, I hope you have put your little feetsies and your little toesies in your bath. Get it nice and hot. Maybe put some soap in there, some bath crystals. I don't know, get weird. Fucking put some essential oils and shit in there. I like to make my bathroom like my sanctuary. When I did this makeover for it, I really put some time into it because uh, I don't know, it always felt like I guess because my pet peeve is dirty water. I know. I don't know if I've ever explained this. I feel like I must have on the podcast at some point in my life, maybe on adult shit. But when I was young, I was at a water park and a Band-Aid flew very close to my mouth and it was wet and dirty water just like freaked me out for the rest of my life. So the bathroom was always like such a tricky place because you have to be in it. You have to do it. You have to shower. But uh, I just, yeah, it wasn't like a very comforting space in my home and so when I did this DIY makeover I really put a lot of thought into like wanting to be in here often and now I am like look at me go and it's so cute um so after I gave my toesies a little soaking I took a little like scrubber brush and really scrubbed the ever-living shit out of my toenails because girl I had my gel manicure or pedicure excuse me on there I could probably from February <laughs> kidding but here's the thing that shit stayed on y'all that shit stayed on now i remember being at the salon watching the news and i think it was actually trump's first press conference about covid and i remember being like oh my god we're at a fucking nail salon right now when he's doing this 
Also, Jared was with me at the time. He got a little petty, which I thought was so cute. I just love that he just defies all those masculine gender norms. He doesn't give a fuck. I really, really love him and his openness and willingness to do shit like this with me. Hmm. Okay, this isn't about me praising him over and over again, but... (laughs) So once you've soaked your little toesies, get them out. Give them a nice little pet, pet, pet dry. Um, I... Didn't put any lotion on yet. I'm kind of waiting till I am done to lotion them up. I just kind of left them a little dry. And then I took one of those little, um, fuck if I know what they're called, y'all. Pedicures are not my thing. I took one of those little scooper things that gets all the shit out from under your nails and I did that. Honestly, here's the thing about my pinky toe. (laughs) Here's the thing about my pinky toe. It's not really a toe so much as it is a callus attached to my other toes, okay? Because I have very tiny feet for a tall bitch. I am 5'9". Ooh, ow, my knee. I'm 5'9", and I wear a size like six and a half, seven if I'm lucky, seven and a half in like a crazy situation where I just need more shoe to balance. So I fall a lot. That's why I think I fucked up my knee so many times. It's because my feet are uneven with my body structure. Anyways... Not the point. Um, where was I going with this? Uh, oh, yes. My pinky toe is a callus just attached to my foot. It's very hard. Um, couldn't tell you where the nail starts and where it ends. It just all kind of blends together on this flap of skin. Uh, the shape of the nail? I don't even think this word exists in the English language. And here's the thing is, like, if I stick the little, like, cleaner thingy under it, I can pretty much go all the way to the bottom of the nail that's not normal is it okay sorry just clean your toes out okay guys great we're like five minutes in now so that's about right next thing I did is I went with a little file nail filer and I just kind of like filed down oh this was after I clipped my toenails I think I actually can clip my toenails first um yeah so I just went in with a little file and made sure everything was nice and round I kind of fucked up my big toe because that's a hard shape. It's very tricky. Um, I had a crazy dream last night, you guys. I was, it felt so real. I woke up thinking I had pissed the bed because I sweated so much in my dream because my adrenaline was pumping so hard. It was like me, Jared, and a bunch of people from like so many different experiences in my life. There was not one particular group. It was just like a bunch of different people. We got on a plane. We went to China for like a Instagram brand deal or something. They like flew us over there. It's a bunch of us, like I'm talking like 150 people. And then it was like this crazy concert water themed. I mean, there was orange juice, hidden cameras. I, guys, it was weird, but very entertaining. And it wasn't that stressful, which is nice because I usually tend to have very, very fucking stressful dreams, like way more nightmares than good dreams. And I'll tell you what comes up the most in my dreams is airplanes. Situations with airplanes. Like even last night's one where we had to get to China somehow, we were on a fucking airplane for a moment in my dream. I don't know why. What does that mean? Could someone write to me? It is one of my biggest fears. I mean, that's where my panic attacks really sprouted from was that claustrophobia. (sighs) Anyways. Okay. So I have filed matosis and then two-ish days ago, I had to go pick up my prescriptions at Walgreens and I picked up this amazing 
Sally Hansen Miracle Gel. So it's like a two-step, let me put you guys down. It's like a two-step process. So you do the toe uh, step one, which is the toe color. And I got Sugar Fix, which is like a really pretty pale lightish blue. I thought it was really cute for spring into summer. It reminds me of the sky. It's very calming. And then we get part two, which is the matte gel top coat. And I think you can like keep this step two, obviously for all different colors. And then you can buy the step one. And I think it works over this top coat would really work over any nail product. I think it was like $10.99 for each which I guess is expensive. I told you guys, I don't know, pedicures, toe stuff, this is not my thing. But I figured you buy it once, you have it forever, ever, and I can probably put it over my other toenails. So the other thing, the other like random intrusive thought I had yesterday was like, why don't we have a device that helps us paint our non-dominant hand? Um, right now I'm also taking a tissue and I'm twirling it up in my hand and then snaking it in between my toesies because they cramped they are always cramped and for sure would fucking touch each other if i was just standing i have my foot propped up on a little stool my vanity stool and literally my pinky toe is so small i just did one drop on top of it <laughs> ah, christ on a stick um yeah this color is really pretty it makes me happy God, that toenail is so funny. Maybe, hey, why don't you guys send me a picture of your pinky toenail? That would make me incredibly happy. Don't send me one if it's fucking cute. Okay, that'll make me feel bad. Send me your ugly fucking toenail. I want to see how ratchet y'all get with your toes just like me. Gosh, ratchet is such a funny word. It came back hard with that TikTok song. Classic, boozy, ratchet. But... We used to say that shit all the time in, like, middle school down in the South. Yeah, that word really came back. Anyways, I want to see your ratchet toenails. I was this close to posting on Twitter a picture of my disgusting-ass nails and just asking people to try and beat me with their quarantine nails, and I didn't I didn't do it because some something came, you know, my the angel on my shoulder was like... You don't need to do that, Kelsey. Sometimes you just don't need to do all the things that pop in your head as tweets. Anyways, I already finished one layer. That's how quick I am and how much I don't GAF about my toenail color. Um, but it takes about two to three coats with this Sally Hansen just because this blue is so matte that you can really see through it on the first layer. Yeah, so send me your pinky toes, DM them to me, or the podcast Instagram at confidentlypod. And maybe I'll, like, pick a winner. <laughs> I'll send you a sticker if you have the most ratchet fucking toenail. Oh, my God, that would be so funny. Oh, we have so many giveaways and ads and shit in this episode. What a clusterfuck. What a clusterfuck bundle. Okay, well, I'm adding the second layer now, and then I'll go on to my other toe and I just want to take this time to say thanks for joining me as we paint our toenails together. This is so cute and weird and fun. And I have no idea if this is going to work. But I just I want to feel good together with you guys. And with Mental Health Month coming to a round uh, middle of the month. Um, yeah, I just think this was like needed. You know, Saturday is the new Sunday. Am I right, guys? All right. Now back to your regularly scheduled program. <laughs>
confidants. If I have said it once, I have said it twice. I will say it a million times. I believe everybody should have access to going to therapy and with better help, baby. Okay. They are making it easier than ever for everyone to have access to therapy. Okay. BetterHelp is an online private platform. Okay. So you can talk real, real confidently about your life and whatever is interfering with your happiness. Not only that, but they are international. Okay, honeys. That means anywhere around the world, you can connect with a licensed therapist 24 hours a day, any day a week. Okay. I am constantly messaging my therapist in the middle of the night, first thing in the morning, and she gets back to me as soon as she can. And we schedule video chats, my favorite, once a week, and they help with so many different specialized areas. Okay. The licensed professional counselors can talk about depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, and self-esteem, so much more. Jared and I are about to start couples therapy on there. Anything you share is confidential. And don't forget, there is financial aid available, even though they are cheaper than most traditional therapies. And I want all my confidants to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you're going to get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash CI. Join over 800,000 people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash CI. Oh my gosh, and we're back. That was... A lot. I, I love that I just impromptu made a giveaway. If you have the most disgusting pinky toenail like mine, which we will be posting this week, a photo of it on Confidently Pod Instagram, you're going to get a sticker. That's just how it works. Sorry, all you pretty toad freaks out there. Uh, us funky toes need something for ourselves. <laughs> also, while we're giving stuff away, I want to tell you about a giveaway that we are doing. If you are listening to this podcast, you have got 24 hours to submit, okay? We are giving away something that is worth $1,300 hairs. $1,300 hairs, honey, okay? Marley Liss, who was an amazing, unreal, uh, Siri just started talking to me, an amazing, unreal guest, uh, two or three weeks ago on the podcast where she talked about her sexual assault story. She runs an amazing retreat that is normally in a beautiful country. It's a couple of weeks long or it's a week long, um, amazing healing, beautiful sisterhood uh, of her sacred sensuality class. And <clears throat> I did her mini free masterclass that everyone can sign up for. And I just had such a beautiful journey within myself about it and then did a free hour-long consultation with her, which she does for free, y'all. And I was like, I want to sign up for whatever you have. And she's like, okay, well, I, I'm doing my my retreat online this year. It's a three-month program versus one week, okay, worth $1,300. That's $1,900 Canadian. And I was like, sign me the fuck up that amount of money for like what I have felt um, – healed inside myself in just a short amount of time 
and I just trust her so much and she's, she's such a beautiful teacher and like the fact that she's chosen this career after what's happened to her I mean I think is so fucking amazing and brilliant and resilient and all the ilient words um right so we are giving another spot away in her three-month sisterhood sacred sensuality class okay it is like a retreat online we're gonna talk every week she's gonna give you exercises homework and she mentioned that there was a retreat like this that she did three years ago where the women in her WhatsApp group still talk every single day from this retreat. Like every single day, people are still writing in there and it created this wonderful, beautiful sisterhood. And so we wanted to gift that to one of the confidants, okay? So you have 24 hours. All you have to do is go to our Confidently Pod Instagram. The grid post is there that tells you all the instructions, Okay, you all you have to do is follow me and Marley. You have to tag a friend or something for an extra entry and then tell us what sacred sensuality means to you. That's it. That's how easy it is to enter. And we will pick a winner on Tuesday. That's why if you're listening now and you're a special confidant, you're getting 24 extra hours to do this entry, to do this giveaway. So I am so excited for one of you to get this gift. It starts next week on the 24th. So enter now while you can. <coughs> and now it is time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for me to tell you about my very specific mental health month awareness, self-care tips that I have been doing personally to get by to begin I got my pussy painted (laughs) oh my god okay let me back up after we did that wonderful vagina roast episode which was so amazing I got such great feedback from you guys I really was like man I want to be like even closer with my pussy because even though it creates a whole bunch of drama for me health-wise in my life I still want to appreciate her and you know what she's a factory she's working overtime all the time just started my period today that's why during that little nail segment I actually left the frame had to go take a poop not gonna lie period shits are the worst uh and just so serendipitously I came across a Instagram called at pussy talks And this is a woman who lives in Berlin that does custom pussy paintings on an 11 by 15 inch canvas and she mails them to you. Now it is a little pricey, but of course you're commissioning an artist to make something personalized. It is literally your pussy as art. So I think total with shipping from fucking Berlin was $173. But if you live closer Uh, You know, I live on the other side of the country. It might be a lot cheaper. I think shipping probably was a little expensive, but whatever. Totally worth it in my mind to have a custom photo portrait of my pussy in my house for the rest of my life. And here's the catch is she doesn't just draw your pussy. She makes it into beautiful art. Like she looks at your pussy, gets inspired. She talks to you a little bit. And she will make your pussy as like a custom 
fucking version of what a pussy can look like so of course you've got like the flower garden pussy you've got the like oyster with a pearl pussy you've got i saw one that was really cool she did was like the the pussy as like a cosmic universe it was very fucking cool so i sent her the colors of my bedroom and bathroom and was like it's probably gonna be hung up in here so here if that helps and she's going to do it and fucking send it to me and i can't wait to to fucking show you guys it because how does she get to see your pussy is what you're wondering. Well, you got to get real, real up close and personal <laughs> with your iPhone and take a very detailed photo of it. The more detailed, the better. And I just had so much fun fucking sticking my legs up on the side of a windowsill when the sun was beaming in like a laser beam of blasting light straight into my Poonan and took a couple photos and I took it standing sitting spreading butthole in butthole out made sure my face wasn't in any of them not that there aren't a million nudes of me out there on this earth and if any of them came out I'd be more than happy to claim it but you know just because I I was like I don't need to put my face in this too it just needs to be a pussy and uh Took a couple, found my favorites. I felt like I, I even showed Jared. I was like, which one do you think really looks the most like it? And he was like, oh, this one by for, for sure. And, you know, I didn't like try and clean her up. Didn't try and like trim her up and make her pretty. I really just wanted her to be what she was. You know, razor bumps and all fucking just raw puss, man. <laughs> fucking <gasps> anyways sent a complete stranger in berlin my pussy picture on whatsapp and uh i can't wait to see it so that's been self-care tip number one is like i really just got in that beautiful body positivity mindset because quarantine has been definitely tough um on the bod um not only just with like snack mode and chronic health mode but i also re-injured my fucking knee which I can't even like talk about right now because I still have so much anger behind it. So I'm going to try not to, but I like totally had a full breakdown the other day crying in Jared's arms like a baby because I was just so sick of having these issues with pain. I had knee surgery exactly. Whoa, exactly a year ago today, May 17th, 2019. Well, it'll be the 18th by the time this comes out. But so a year ago I had my ACL lateral meniscus surgery and I retore not the one that I had, not the ligaments that I had the surgery on, but the one that was left that had not been broken. I tore that one, which I'm very upset about. I have a doctor's appointment Tuesday. I've been going to physical therapy three times a week, two or three times a week because it is an essential service. We do wear masks and gloves and, you know, I, I have to go to PT or I will not be able to function. So that has also been my priority is really taking care of my um, pain levels. Um, so not only going to physical therapy, therapy, shout out to all the physical therapists that have been working. I fucking love you. And I send you all of my heart and gratitude because what you guys do to help people every single fucking day, help people feel better is an incredible thing. <sighs> and you know, Pain makes you fucking cunty. And I've seen people be real assholes to my PTs, you know, and I try and say the feminist in me would fucking walk right up to them and say some shit. But then the chronic pain warrior in me goes, they're in pain and there's nothing more frustrating than being in chronic pain. And so I'm trying to remember that they're probably lashing out because of 
anger, but sometimes y'all I've heard some grown men speak to my female therapists in a way that made me want to, I said it made me feel uncomfortable to have to stand by and watch them talk to them like that. And I think that that was enough to resonate with them, but still I would have done more if I could, but not trying to start a riot in the physical therapy office at like 7am on a Monday. So take care of your body. Okay. Um, piggybacking off of that, not an ad. Uh, the DB method is a fucking piece of exercise equipment that I was targeted on Instagram a thousand times. It is basically like a, uh, squat machine that is like an assisted squat, but but that's not the only thing you can use the machine for. So I was getting targeted this ad and I'm like, oh my God, fucking A, I should just look at it, all right? And then I was so pleasantly surprised to see that it was only $200 for a piece of exercise equipment. That is not expensive, okay? I'm talking like ellipticals and shit are like thousands of dollars and this piece of fucking beautiful machinery is only $200 and it got delivered to my house in two fucking days, Two days, y'all. And I'm like, they must be making a killing during this quarantine because people can't go to gyms. And so even though I have a gym here, it's in my apartment complex, it's not user friendly and the equipment's very old and it's in a dark and scary dungeness looking little cave part of the garage. And so I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to buy it. And the reason I bought it is genuinely because of my knee. I was like, I need to strengthen my thighs and my hips and like, I can't, I'm not supposed to be doing a deep low squat right now anyways because of my knee. So if I could do an assisted high or medium squat, that would be great. So this bitch came and I was like, oh my God, I got to put it together. It only came in two pieces. I just had to slap them together, bitch. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh my God. I'm going to have to figure out how to do it. And then I go on YouTube and they have a million fucking tutorial and explainer videos. And I was like, okay, now I actually have to do it. It's quite fun. It's quite fun. Feels like sitting in a chair over and over again. And I'm feeling those muscles very specifically being targeted um, that I need for my knee area. So I'm really enjoying the DB method. And like I said, you think it's just like sitting up and down over and over again. But I found all these channels on YouTube that also use the machine to work out your arms and your abs. So like not only can you use the bike part you know that you're sitting up and down but then you can use the seat as like a weight and you can work out your fucking arms so it, it really is like a full body workout machine and not to mention this is low on my priority list but honey if I happen to get an even more toned bootay out of this all the more better for me so the db method that was the other thing I wrote down on my list was like I I'm glad that this exists and is something that people can use during quarantine. Um, maybe we should do a giveaway of one. <gasps> I'm going to probably regret saying that because this isn't a sponsored post, but maybe we could get one for someone. Hmm. Let me think more on that because I would love to have people experience what I'm experiencing this, especially if you've got knee issues. Like people who have had knee surgery know that my left leg is two inches smaller around than my right. And not because I'm like, yay, it's skinny. It's because it, I've lost muscle mass and I, it, it's not good. It's not a good thing. Like I need to build my knee strength back up. Um, okay, moving on. <clears throat> Next tip, TikTok. Y'all, I 
have never had so much joy brought to me than the way I feel watching TikTok for hours on end. I was like, I'm almost 30. I do not need to be on TikTok. So I went as a lurker. Now I'm a full-time TikToker. I have been enjoying so very much making silly, stupid videos because those are the ones that do the best. Anything that's like overproduced, you're like, fuck off. This is not a place for you. Get out of here, filmmakers. This is just like a very silly app. And me and my sister send each other TikToks back and forth all fucking day long. I am cracking up like belly laugh tears streaming down my face laughter from these fucking TikToks that are so good. I cannot recommend it enough, but I will say you will become addicted. So please just be aware of your screen time usage (laughs) with TikToks. Um, I've also found out so many fucking skincare hacks. Okay. The Ordinary is a brand I found out about, ordered about $30 worth of products, where if you know the price of Ordinary, it's like five to $7 per item. Just saying, skincare is important, y'all, especially during this quarantine. I've been picking my face. I've been touching my face a lot. Masks are helping my adult acne come back out in full force. So I am learning a lot. I yet yeah, I would even say I've been learning more on TikTok than I have in high school. Was I also stoned completely blacked out out of my mind in high school? Yes. But that's my point is that TikTok can help me make up for that lost time. Also, I tweeted this yesterday or two days ago about how TikTok brings me the diversity in fam- fam- familial family relationships that I never got growing up, like in traditional media, right? On TV, on commercials, like just now commercials are starting to get more diverse and show uh, homosexual couples and uh, interracial couples and like um, family dynamics in a different way. But I wish I had had TikTok growing up because it shows me like the beautiful diversity of so many different cultures and families and like the foods that they eat, the language that they speak to each other. Like some of the funniest TikToks will have millions of views and I'm like, oh shit, I can't understand it because I don't speak Spanish. So it will force me to go look it up or like read through the comments and like try and understand the way that that family speaks to each other. And I'm like, it's just making it so much more uh, normal as opposed to the traditional media I've seen in my life where all American families speak English, white picket fence, white bread with the dog, family. And I'm like, oh my God, no, this is America. This is not a Childish Gambino song. This is America. Um, Anyways, end rant, love TikTok, use it for good. Um, Moving on, the next thing I have been doing a lot of during this mental health awareness month and quarantine combination clusterfuck is reading. I have been reading my balls off, been really trying to do it in paperback or Kindle, not like articles and Twitter, because then that's a slippery slope that you will just eventually go back to entertainment in. Um, Hey, Jared, you came out of that room very forcefully. Also, you left a giant ring of shit in the toilet. Just saying that. It's okay. Um, (laughs) I've been reading my balls off. Like I said, we started a book club on Confidently Pod Instagram. And our first book that we read together is called None of the Above, which is about a young girl who finds out that she is intersex after she wins prom, prom queen? Homecoming queen. Homecoming queen at her high school. And let me tell you, this book I read in 48 hours. It was such a good, easy, informative read from the point of view of an intersex person that 
the author is actually a doctor and she wrote it based on one of her patients. Um, so it was so informative and Autumn, our new social media manager had written down some questions for us to talk about. So if you have seen or if you have read none of the above, I would encourage you to go check out the Confidently Pod Instagram because we are doing our little book club Q&A there. Um, but I just want to say that like I thought I was uh, educated on what intersex is. I really had only ever heard of it when BuzzFeed made a video about it that was then shown um, at the United Nations conferences to help people understand uh, intersex. Um, the the traditional definition is that uh, they're an individual born with any of several variations of sex characteristics, including chromosomes, gonads, sex hormones, or genitals that, according to the UN Office of the High Commissioner for Human Rights, do not fit the typical definitions for male or female bodies. So, uh, it can be someone who presents a complete uh, way of a traditional masculine, feminine uh, outward appearance and then internally or even chromosomally or genitally presents a different way. And I at first was like, wait, isn't that hermaphrodite? And in this book, they talk about the word hermaphrodite, about it being uh, super taboo and non-inclusive and kind of outdated but to the author it was important to use the word hermaphrodite a lot um, in regard to the way that the main character is bullied because we they they wanted to make an impact on the proper use of that language and some intersex people will say that they are taking the word back the same way we took back queer Um, some people really prefer not to have it be used so I think it's more of a personal preference but I will say for me, I will always preach that it just takes a little bit of reading and research on your own time rather than bothering the person who lives with the identity for their emotional labor to learn more about the subject. And I thought I knew about intersex because of the video that BuzzFeed had made. Turns out I didn't really know shit. I never had thought of it from someone's personal point of view. Um it just it puts you in the shoes of that person and I know that there's like a couple documentaries out about it um I know that there's like a podcast or something but none of the above I would highly highly encourage you all to read um it's got a 4.5 out of 5 stars on Barnes and Noble um it was published in 2015 so it's got really good updated verbiage and language uh it's a 352 pages which seems like a lot but like I said fucking skim through that bitch so quick and it was published by HarperCollins and you know HarperCollins be doing all that good shit so uh go to our podcast and read our Q&A so we can have this little cute little book club together and I know Autumn just took suggestions for our next book and I think we are going to do uh Jonathan Van Ness from La Queer Eyes Memoir which is, um, what's it called? Over the Top, which, I mean, ugh, is there more of a better title for someone like us, my confidants, than Over the Top? <laughs> um, winding down here, the last couple things I wanted to recommend for um, Mental Health Awareness Month for self-care tips is uh, gardening. I started a garden. I don't know how else to say it. I guess this is what brings people happiness when they're about to turn 30 years old. But there was this patch of shit ass fucking dirt and concrete that 
is right in front of our beautiful apartment, but it's like a shared space, but no one ever goes there because that's where like the gas meters and shit are. It's just a disgusting space. And unfortunately, our apartment is the only one that can see it and has access to it and that it is visible to anyone. No one else can see this patch of the complex. And I said, fuck it. Didn't even ask my landlord. Went straight down there, put some sod down, fucking bought a bunch of soil from home to pot. Uh, turns out sod needs time to take roots. Sod is basically like pre-made rolled grass. So you like buy it in big chunks and uh, you got to let that bitch grow. Grab some roots. Okay. I was building on top of concrete. So maybe not the smartest thing to do. Got to water that bitch. Could really let her flourish. And I have been down there every fucking day doing another project, whether it be making a bench, making potting, uh, holders uh putting up a birdhouse hanging a hammock um making a workbench like I have never found so much release and joy than putting my hands in the fucking dirt getting my nails dirty being outside not looking at my phone blasting some music Whew, this DIY quarantine garden has like really, really done something for my brain. And I really hope it is a habit that I continue. I just put out some chia seeds to be sprouted so that I can make chia seed oil for your face. Turns out that's really good for your skincare. Um, planted an aloe plant, um, tons of herbs. I'm waiting for my lavender to pop up so I can make lavender lemonade. Honey, we made rosemary lemonade with the rosemary we planted. I mean, this is all stuff you can also do with a small space. Our area is about the size of like two parking spaces. If you were to put them vertically next to each other versus horizontally stacked. I hope that weird size reference made sense. Um, but yeah, I am enjoying planting and gardening so much. I've been following all the Instagrams, following all the Pinterest boards. I can't wait to talk about it more. Follow me on Instagram to see more gardening stuff and hacks and DIYs, which brings me to my next mental health care tip is start a Pinterest page. Start a Pinterest board just for things you like to look at. It can be fucking, I don't care. It can be fucking cute cats, cute quotes, pretty colors. I've been recently super into beautiful book covers and I'll just go and look at it for no reason and it soothes me. I think it's just something about the visual stimulation of that thing that makes me feel better. And so if I'm having a stressful moment, getting into a tiff about something with work, fucking feeling down about myself, I'll just go in my hammock in my garden and I'll just scroll through Pinterest and it curates your page to see more things that you like and build a board of just shit you like to look at. Quotes. I have one board called my PMS board and it's just good quotes for when I'm feeling PMSy and cunty and bitchy and just need to fucking remind myself about smart people that said smart things at one point or another. Um... I don't know if we can follow each other on that. Is that a thing you can do? I'd like to see y'all's boards. I want to see cute gardening boards. I want to see good home decor boards. Tons of DIY projects. Absolutely possible to do during this quarantine. Um, and finally, I would like to recommend playing games. I saw this really cute little uh, trend on TikTok happening that I want everyone to try. Film themselves. Send it to me. It makes me so happy to watch these. But... Obviously, we can't go out and we uh, want to connect. We want to have something to do. So next time you go to do your essential shopping, go to a place like Target or Walmart, not necessarily just a grocery store, 
and you're going to go down three aisles. Bring a friend or not bring a friend. Bring your friend that you live with, okay, your roommate, bring your lover, bring your sister, bring a family member, bring a mom, bring a dad, bring a dog. If they can use a camera, even better. And you're going to film this, okay? You're going to film yourself going down three aisles. You're going to go down the frozen food aisle, the snack aisle, and an entertainment aisle, whether the entertainment aisle be like board games, books, fucking toys. I don't give a shit. I like to go to Target because they've got an array of those kinds of aisles. But you're basically going to go down each aisle and your your roommate is going to film you. And you close your eyes and you stick your both your hands out pointing your fingers like this. Okay? But right out your sides. And you're going to start at the back of the aisle and your friend's going to film you running down the aisle with your eyes closed. So be very careful. And they're going to yell out, stop, whenever they want, randomly. And then they're going to say left or right. And whichever one they pick, left or right, whatever your hand is pointing to, you got to buy. Okay, so if you're in the frozen food section, you run down the aisle, boom. If they make you stop on frozen coconut shrimp, y'all have a fucking frozen coconut shrimp. You're going to learn how to cook it, okay? Then you're going to go to the snack aisle. Same thing. Run around with your hands out. Make sure your friend's filming it. Make sure you send this to me because it makes me so happy. You're going to run down the aisle. They're going to yell, stop. Left or right, you are eating that snack. And finally, you got to get some entertainment for tonight. Is it going to be a puzzle? Is it going to be some weird softball toy? Is it going to be race cars? Is it going to be a DVD in a movie? Is it going to be Catan, the board game? Play me on colonist.io. please. Shout out to all my Catan homies. Uh, run down that aisle. And then you've got three things. you got your dinner, you got a snack, and you got a game. Boom. Full date night, solo, fun, roomy, platonic date night. Fucking, I just want to see more of these videos. Please send them to me. Make them a TikTok. You guys, confidants, that's all I have for you this week. This was a fun one. Take care of your mental health. I know we had a better help ad in between here. Really, get yourself in some therapy. Uh, use it just for a month if you just want to try it out. Um, happy Mental Health Month. I love you guys so fucking much. Take care of yourselves. Follow us on all the grams, all the Twitters. Give us a five-star review. That shit really helps. Um, I think that's all I have to say. Enter our giveaways. Send me pictures of your toenails. Oh, my God. This was a loaded episode. I love you all so much. Bye. Bye.